0: because careers are are messy a lot of the time what it means is that we don't like it as as people who like processes or you like to be in control you're kind of scared of of the mess and and it's almost like this feeling of failure because you don't know or because it is messy and that means it ends up holding you back because you're so focused on trying to keep everything perfect and in control and aligned that you're essentially too scared to fail and too scared to step into unknowns which means you're holding yourself back from potential opportunities Welcome to Not Your Forever Job, the show that gives you tools, ideas, and inspiration to forge your own path and find fulfillment in your career whilst aiming for success. Each week, we dive into what it means to have a career that counts, focusing on people in science, tech, and engineering. I'm Hayley Loren, an engineer turned presenter and career coach, and this episode is about how to decide your career direction in science, tech, or engineering. Hello and welcome to the show. Yes, this is all all about deciding your career direction. So if you're kind of confused about your path, maybe you're coming up to a crossroads or you're coming to the end of a grad scheme or a PhD or something like that, and you need to make a decision about where you're heading, then this episode is giving you a structured process that you can follow to help figure out your career direction. So I massively recommend that you listen to the end because I'm gonna be going through a series of steps. And the last one is definitely something that people Forget about, or they don't even think about, and it can trip them up. The process is something that we go through in my fearless careers coaching program. So I know that it works, and it's something that I've used as I've transitioned in my career and done various changes. So it's a structure that I really want to share with you so that you can start taking action and start to feel even clearer. So, first up, I just want to say that figuring out your career can be confusing, and I think this is really really, really normal. I mean, we're expected to plan everything out when we're young or when we're at school and decide, oh, what do you want to be? And, and then that's it. And then once the reality of work kind of set in and you're just on this treadmill, there's a sort of expectation that we're always meant to know what we're doing. But the truth is, is that most people have no idea what they're doing and if they do then they to be honest they might be pretending. I think back in the day it was very normal to stay in a company for around 40 years or the, you, literally your whole entire career but it's just not realistic now because the world is changing and there's so many opportunities and this in itself is very challenging because when you are faced with having lots of different options, it can be really overwhelming to figure out what you want. And you can end up asking questions like what am I doing? Where am I going? What next? And what is the purpose of all of this? So it's it's really difficult to figure all of this out, especially when you're really busy day to day, and you're trying to just deal with your own work. And then you've got your life and your friends and everything else and it just piles up and it just turns into this thing that you just sweep to the back of your mind and and try and ignore. So I want to Bring some awareness and to help you figure some of this out through this structured process. Before we go into that I just want to touch on well why is it important to have a a career direction. Now I'm not talking about mapping out and knowing exactly what what you want to do for the next 20 years or something like that because I really believe that in our lives we change and we go through phases which means that what you want now could be very different to what you want in 20 years time. So understanding your career career direction, I think it just simply means knowing what you're doing in this current phase and maybe the next one. So within the next year, two years to five years, and also acknowledging and giving yourself permission to kind of get messy and to understand that it's not this simple thing of, of knowing exactly what you want to do or the perfect job role. And it's impossible to know that anyway, because literally every single company has a different name for their very similar jobs. So how are you meant to know anyway? So it's extremely messy and there's really nothing wrong with that. The only situation where kind of negativity or, or things get um, difficult is when you're trying to control everything. And I know what it's like as an engineer myself, I know what it's like to be a perfectionist and to want to control things. And because careers are, are messy, a lot of the time, what it means is that we don't like it as, as people who like processes or you like to be in control, you're kind of scared of of the mess. and and. It's almost like this feeling of failure because you don't know or because it is messy. And that means it ends up holding you back because you're so focused on trying to keep everything perfect and in control and aligned that you're essentially too scared to fail and too scared to step into unknowns, which means you're holding yourself back from potential opportunities. So I wanna take out some of this fear by giving you a structured process that you can follow. And then within this, you can give yourself permission to get a bit messy and just to explore. So let's dive into the process. There are seven steps and the first one is figuring out what you believe in. So sometimes we can end up just randomly ending up on a path. So your parents might have decided for you or you just didn't know what you wanted to do when you went into university or you might have fallen into a a particular job role. It's more likely that that that's happened, to be honest, because the people who know exactly what they're doing, who say, oh, I'm going to be a vet, or I'm going to be an artist, I'm definitely going to do this. That's quite rare. So for a lot of people, and it might be the case for you, that you've actually ended up in your job now, or you're trying to figure out your path, and you don't quite know why you ended up there. It could be because of other people's beliefs and expectations and I know that this is something that came up a lot for me in in the first I'd say five to eight years of my career is that I definitely listened to what other people thought I should be doing a lot so I felt like I should be doing something because I didn't want to let anybody down and I didn't want to disappoint people and when you do that it essentially means that you're living somebody else's life and not yours and i did this for years so i'm the queen of this and there's no judgment here i will say that since i figured out what i i want and what i believe in it has transformed everything. What I want you to do is to think about what industries you find interesting, what problems you'd love to help solve and and what excites you. And if you are in science, tech or engineering, I know there'll be a reason why you went into it, even if it's way back when you were young. So first up is to figure out what you believe in and understand the sorts of industries that you would like to be a part of. Even if you've been working for 10 years in one particular industry, that doesn't matter. The question here is what do you want? What do you believe in? And you can do this by doing a brainstorm. So I'm a massive fan of really messy spider diagrams. If you've got a whiteboard, brilliant, just brainstorm everything, every single reason about what you believe in and and what sort of industries that you want. There's no right answer here. You have to give yourself the space to get messy and to think up lots of different ideas. Step number two is to confirm your why. So you need to get crystal clear on what your purpose is. So why do you get up every day? Why do you spend hours glued to a screen? And no matter what you're going to have to work on, because the thing is, no matter what, you're going to have to work unless you win the lottery or something. So the question is, if you're going to have to work for the rest of your life, why are you doing that? What sort of work do you want to do and why? And I did a whole episode um, about this. Episode two, if you've not actually listened to it yet, I'd really recommend it. It's called how to find fulfillment and purpose in your career. And the core of that is about understanding your why. So definitely give that a listen. Okay, so next up we have find your idea of success. Now, this is a really important one because a lot of the time success or your idea of success might have been based on what you think it should be. So maybe you think you should want the big corner office in the city but truly that's not what you want or maybe you think you should want lots and lots of money but actually you know you're fine and and you don't want that so the thing is here is just trying to ignore other people's expectations and what other people think you should be doing and to really focus on yourself so what is success to you. When you think about success, what comes up in your mind? Get as clear as you can. How much money do you want to earn? Where would you live? Who are you helping? Do you have that corner office in a big, big building in the city? Or do you want to spend your time working in a field? Again, what do you want? what is your idea of success? It could involve flexibility with your hours, it could be being able to work part time, it could be anything. This is quite a tough one, actually, because it requires you to kind of step outside of your any limiting beliefs that you might have about yourself and what you're capable of. So if you if you have self doubt, or you lack confidence sometimes, which is something that what's definitely there for me in my career. I, my idea of success was quite limited, really. You know, I thought that it had to look good on paper and that's what success was. But it's only since I, I started ignoring everybody and ignoring society and what's, you know, the perfect idea of success that I realised, well, it's more than that for me. It's about having flexibility and being able to um, be creative and to be able to grow something that is mine as well. And and that's really important to me, it's being able to have that autonomy and the um, control over my day. (laughs) Because I used to get very angry having to ask permission to go on holiday. So once you've figured out what you believe in and what your why is, and you've defined your idea of of success, I want you to write a criteria for your ideal job. So using, um, if you brainstorm this and you did a spider diagram, what I find really useful is to highlight keywords and then you can add those keywords into your criteria so what you're trying to do is you're trying to figure out what is important to you in your ideal job now don't worry at the moment if you're thinking oh well you know I've already looked and my perfect job doesn't exist yet or my ideal job doesn't exist yet what we're trying to do here is just to take off the lid so that you can start dreaming about what it is that you actually truly want and to think beyond maybe the day-to-day that you have going on at the moment the reality are different, I agree. But for a minute, just allow yourself to dream and and, um, step into creating a vision for what your ideal job would be. So what is that criteria? So be as specific as you can. So for example, you might want to be London based, you might want your job to involve sustainability, or the option to be able to work from home, the more criteria you can get, the better, because it means that you're more specific and clear about what it is that you want so step number four is to create a criteria then we're getting back into the brainstorming which I love you're gonna find this um, if you carry on listening to the to the podcast then um (laughs) you'll you'll tell that I love a good brainstorm I always get colored pens out and I put some music on and I kind of just go crazy and I like post-it notes as well I have a habit of sticking post-it notes all over the walls it kind of looks a bit creepy but it's fine and it helps me. And get creative um so what you're going to do step number five you're going to brainstorm career ideas so everything that you've ever thought about in your whole entire life you're going to put them down on a piece of paper and you're going to think about all the different career options and ideas that you have um it could be that if you're just faced with two decisions um going one way or another way then you've only got two on there And that's fine. And then what you're going to do is you're going to compare what you have on your list to your criteria. So which one ticks off the most of your criteria. And the great thing about this is that it means that you've already done the legwork and the backwork and figuring out what's important to you. And then what you're doing is you're just comparing different jobs with that list. Then we're going to move on to a step which you cannot skip. You cannot skip this. This is where the work is. And I'm going to, be honest with you. If you want a career that is aligned with you and a fulfilling career, then you need to put in the research. So step six is research. And it's important because so far everything has been based on your ideal scenarios. But we need to get realistic. We need to understand what is around, what sort of jobs are there, what is available. And you can't really skip this step. So you need to be looking on LinkedIn, you can speak to people, you can find job profiles, Um, do as much in depth research as you can to find jobs that tick off your criteria. And you need to be open minded here, because there are so many different areas that you could potentially go into. So don't get overwhelmed, (laughs) either. Just know that this is the messy bit, right? You know, at the very beginning, we were talking about getting messy and how we don't like um, being messy, and we like things to be very simple or or in a process, this is where things could get confusing. So you need to look after yourself and open your mind. And if again, you're just deciding between two jobs, so let's say you've got two job offers, and you're trying to decide between them, then find out as much as you can about the jobs. Have you asked all of the questions? Do you know everything about the company? Do you know what the answer would be to everything on your criteria that you that you've got? Do you know the answer to everything that's on your criteria? So once you've done all of that, once you've you've done your research, um, and I would recommend that you spend a good Week or two doing research, if you've got the time. So if you're starting from scratch and you're thinking, okay, what am I going into? Then you really wanna take the time to do it. Um, and if you do have the time, then spend a couple of hours for a Saturday or something like that, really digging deep into this. And then number seven, which is such an important one and one that does tend to trip people up or it tends to put people off or, or it um, confuses people or it brings up a lot of fear and anxiety and this is adjusting your expectations. So the reason why I'm saying this is because your perfect job may not exist. It might be because of the economy, might be because of location, or maybe the world just isn't ready yet for your idea. Maybe you're ahead of your time and you want to work in this super futuristic company that that doesn't exist yet and maybe you can be part of creating that. And I'm going to be doing an episode later on about what to do if if your perfect role doesn't exist. But an important part is to figure out what you're willing to compromise on because we have to be realistic. So although you've got your your criteria and you've got this idea of your perfect role, the reality might be that it just doesn't exist right now. And I know that that can feel disappointing and I know that you're thinking, "Oh, well, you know, I don't want to have to move into something that may be worse than what I'm doing now. And it is all part and parcel of of the risk, right? But this is where the messiness of careers comes in. But it doesn't need to be messy, because it's about how you think about it. And it's about your mindset around it. Because instead of this next job being not your ideal job, or not really what you want to do, if you can see it as a stepping stone to where you're going, that is where things grow. And this is the amazing thing. So you can think, so you can think, okay, so my ideal job, my 10 out of 10 job doesn't exist right now, but what does exist? Okay, so there is a job that has maybe 50% of what I want. Great, is that an improvement based on where you are now? So as long as you're moving forward, as long as you are improving, or if this other job focuses on a specific area that's very important to you, or even if it's in the company of where you would like to work, then you are moving in the right direction. So what I want you to do to help with this is to go back to your criteria and to put it in order of priority. So really focus on the top three things that you absolutely cannot compromise on. And then everything else becomes a bonus. And then I want you to really see jobs as a stepping stone towards where you want to go. And then you can think of it, instead of feeling stuck where you are, you realise that you can take full advantage of exactly where you are right now. And then you can plan your next stepping stone towards your perfect role. So adjusting your expectations is, is really key. And I think at the moment, the way The world is going, you know, all the difficulties that we've been through, um, we do need to adjust expectations. But that doesn't mean that you failed. It doesn't mean that you're settling for less necessarily. As long as you go in with awareness. And you know okay i'm going to take this job it doesn't it's not a hundred percent about what i'm interested in so let's say it's sustainability this job isn't a hundred percent about sustainability however it is about 20 percent sustainability and my current job is only five percent sustainability therefore it is moving forward to where i want to go and then the next job after that i would aim for about. 50% sustainability. So it's really about planning your route carefully and understanding that you're not going to get perfect. So the seven steps, let's just go over this, is number one, look at what you believe in. Number two is confirming your why. Number three is defining your idea of success. Number four, create a criteria. Number five, brainstorm career ideas and check them against your criteria. Number six, is research important don't skip that and number seven is adjusting your expectations and putting your criteria in order of priority if you follow these seven steps it will help you to gain clarity and truly, I think that you could probably go through these steps quite quickly. You can definitely do steps one, two, four right now. If you had a pet if you have a pad of paper with you, then do some brainstorming. Do this right now. Take action and get clear. You can do this because you are in control of your path. So if you're feeling stuck or trapped or uncertain or not knowing where you where you want to go, I want you to know that that is normal. You're okay. There are options and you can now, you have a structured process to help you get clear. If right now you're in a situation where you feel dissatisfied with your job or you're coming up to a crossroads in your career or you're kind of just trying to figure out your career direction, then I have got a free career clarity starter guide for you. And you can grab that by heading to haleyloren.com forward slash coaching. And if you got value from this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast on whichever app that you use. And please share, retweet and tell your friends. I'd really appreciate all of your social media love. And you can find me across all social media platforms as at The Haley Loren. Before I wrap up the episode, I want to give a quick shout out to Aaron at FLA Productions who wrote the music for this podcast you can find them um, at flaproduction.co.uk or on instagram at, at @fla production. thanks for joining me for this episode remember you are an absolute badass and i cannot wait to connect with you next time